0: Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of uh, Ballin' with Tyler Tide. You! This week was jam-packed with playoff basketball and hockey. Let us not waste any more time and jump right back into the action. NBA playoffs this game, Tuesday through Thursday. The games keep rolling on as we had basketball galore this week and still more to come and much more within the next month or so, because basketball playoffs go usually till like July. So we're jumping right back into the Lakers-Sun series and back with the Mavericks and the Clippers. So the Lakers tied this series at one game apiece, about time, beating the Suns 109-102 in their second matchup. Finally, the Lakers decided to show up and, you know, actually play a game and not suck. About damn time. Because they were playing really poor at the end of the season, and they, they played horrible in that first game. And I'm telling you, it was a huge bounce-back game for LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron finished with 23 points, 4 rebounds, and 9 assists. AD returned to his usual, unstoppable self, dropped 34 points, grabbed 10 boards, and had 7 assists. Now, this is why they won the game. Like I said the show before, if these guys don't perform... They will not win any games. They will not win the series. If these two play well or even above average, it's a wrap. They will beat any team. That's how good they are. They also had some help from Andre Drummond and Dennis Schroeder. Drummond had 15 points, 12 rebounds. Big man always putting it into work, hustling on the boards. Dennis Schroeder, 24 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists. Suns, on the other hand, also played very well, even though they lost by 7. Booker and Aiton having two big games once again. Booker dropped 31, had one rebound and three assists. Aiton had 22 points, grabbed 10 boards, and had one assist. Like my buddy Steven mentioned, Chris Paul never shows up in the playoffs. This game only dropping six points and the previous game only seven points. Both teams shot only 30% from three, but both teams shot very well from the field with 45% for the Lakers and 46.5% for the Suns. The Suns are in a good spot, but if they generally want to beat the Lakers, you must slow down LeBron. 80 and you must have someone who can contribute outside of Booker and aim Jay Crowder and mikhail Bridges. I am talking about you, Ite. So that was Tuesday. So the series was tied 2-2 and the Lakers and Suns played yesterday, Lakers winning 109 to 95. I'm not going to cover the outcome of that game, but the Lakers now have a 2-1 lead in the series and they just got to put the foot on the pedal. Like they blew them out in game 3. So that's what they need to do the rest of the series because Phoenix is going to come back, dude. I'm And I'm not saying come back in a huge way, but, like, you know, they're not going to just go down without, you know, without a fight. They're really scrappy, and they had that second seed for a reason. They played tremendous basketball this entire season. So don't knock them out just yet, but Lakers won two straight, which is really good for them. Dallas and Clippers went at it again for game two on Tuesday night. Mavericks took game two as well, 127 to 121. Clippers are losing, so I am so stoked on that. Mavericks all-around played great team basketball shooting 58.5% from the field and 52.9% from three. Luka Doncic, the most exciting player to watch in this series, and no doubt showed out once again. 39 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. The man is just sick with it, seriously. Tim Hardaway Jr. also had a very solid game, 28 points, one rebound, and five assists. Other star Maverick, Robin to Luka's Batman, Chris Opp Porzingis dropped 20 points and grabbed four rebounds. Good team win for them. I'm just, I'm glad they're ahead of the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, literally Terminator, was untouchable this game. 41 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. Paul George, solid game from him. 28 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. That is a double double for him. The Clippers have been involved in each game, but the Mavericks, I'm telling you, have that edge in grit. They want it more than the Clippers do. Mavericks up 2-0 in the series. Game three is tonight at 6.30 p.m. Moving on to Wednesday's matchups, we have some new faces in the playoff discussion. The Atlanta Hawks and New York Knicks face off for a second time on Wednesday night. This time, the Knicks beating the Hawks 101-92. to Derrick Rose, the all-time OG, still got it going on at the age of 32. Dropped 26 points, snagged four rebounds, and dished out four assists. Also had some help from Reggie Bullock and Julius Randle, who both dropped 15 points. 12 boards from Randle as well. Hawks point guard Trey Young is a madman with the trigger finger. 30 points, one rebound, and seven assists. Game one of this series, he dropped 32 points. The man is just lethal from three. He got some assistance from DeAndre Hunter and Bogdan Bogdanovich this game, who both dropped 18 points. The Hawks overall struggled from the field and three, as did the Knicks. 36.9% 36.9% from the field for Atlanta, 38.3% from the field for New York, 27.3% from three for Atlanta, and 36.4% from three for New York. Both of these teams, I think, are evenly matched. I don't think one team is better than the other. This is why most of the time, the four to five seed matchup is always like juicy with excitement because not team one team is not really better than the other. The games always tend to go back and forth. And in this game... A uh, little interaction. We had a Knicks fan get a permanent ban from Madison Square Garden for spitting on Hawks point guard Trey Young. NBA fans are seriously wow. That is not cool like at all. And Knicks fans are diehard and like, bro, why would you go and do that? Like you're now, you are now never able to go back to MSG ever again. You're a moron, dude. Really. And not even the fact of going back to the arena. Just how about just being a decent human being? What is he's just so stupid, dude? Anyway, moving on to another Eastern Conference series, taking a trip to Philly. This series is going to be a blowout, and that is how it's looking so far. Philly is up early on the Wizards. Game two, Philly would take this matchup one twenty to ninety five. Joel Embiid finished with twenty two points, seven rebounds, and three assists. Ben Simmons also with twenty two points, nine rebounds, and eight assists. Honestly. I am not a fan of the Sixers, and everyone likes to hype them up and pretend that they're good, and truthfully, it just annoys me. I So I think they're good. I think they will for sure beat the Wizards, who they're playing now, but when they play real talent like the Nets or the Bucks, if they reach that point, they will for sure get smoked. I do not believe in Ben Simmons at all. The man is still developing his jump shot. Years later. Dude, can't even, dude can barely shoot a free throw, and then from three, he's a joke. And then from mid-range, joke. We need you to shoot now, not later, okay, Ben? The Wizards got here on a limb, barely getting in through the play-in spot against the Pacers. Yes, they crushed them, but they lost their first play-in game to Boston. Anyway, back to their play. Bradley Beal, you almost feel bad for the dude. Washington has absolutely wasted his career in this game. 33 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. Russ had an off-night scoring, but still was productive nonetheless. When is he not? 10 points, 6 rebounds, and 11 assists. They had no other players above 15 points. That is no bueno. Oh, and look at this. Listen to this one. The Wizards shot 9% from three. 9% people. That is so Awful. I don't even know how to describe how bad that is. Just, it's crap, okay? Trash can from three. Philly, on the other hand, shot 55.7 from the field and 42.9% from three. Overall, very solid game from Philadelphia. Washington is in damage control mode for sure. And just like with the Atlanta series and having a fan interaction with the player, literally like a similar thing happened, Russell Westbrook had a bucket of popcorn dumped on him. (laughs) Philly fans just as wild as Knicks fans. East Coast fans are just there's something different and that. On a real like they're nuts, but on a real level, stop letting fans have this kind of interaction with the players. It's bad for the game and it's bad for the fan base. It really is. I, I talked to my dad about it this morning. So with the sections where the players walk out of the tunnel, don't make those permanent seats anymore. Just block off those seats permanently from the stadium. Don't let people be able to get that close to players. A guy spitting on a player and then a a person dumping a bucket of popcorn on someone. Like these are literally human beings that are playing a game for your entertainment and you're going to go and disrespect them like that. I understand if it's an opposite, you know, the opposite player or the opposite team and oh, boo, just just boo. What gives you the right to spit on someone, dude? That's so bizarre. And then dumping a bucket of popcorn, dude. What is wrong with you people? But seriously, NBA, take action now. We don't want to see that anymore, okay? For real. Okay, looking at the Bucks Heat Series, Milwaukee is having their way with Miami, taking a 3-0 series lead on Wednesday. The final on that one, Bucks 113, Heat 84. Yes, this Giannis Antetokounmpo stat line is real. 17 points, 17 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, another madman. The nice thing about Milwaukee is they have multiple players that can contribute scoring-wise. So, for example... Giannis Antetokounmpo is your clear number one player. He's the franchise piece. He's the star player of the team. In a game like this where he drops 17, which is not bad at all, but still maybe not enough to dominate a team or dominate that specific game, you have to have someone else who can step in on any given night. This game, we had Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday do just that. Middleton finished with 22 points, 8 rebounds and 5 assists. Drew Holiday, 19 points three rebounds, and 12 assists. This is why this Milwaukee team is dangerous. Everyone gets in on the action. The Heat, on the other hand, didn't have one player with 20 points or more in this game. Not one. Okay? I'm not even going to talk about their stats because that is so embarrassing. For all you non-basketball players out there, not having one player 20 points or more in the game, that is poo-poo. Okay? (laughs) Not at all what you want from your team. Also, The Heat only shot 28.1% from three. All in all, this series is pretty much wrapped up. What will probably happen, like always, the Heat will come back fired up after taking this loss. They'll take game four and then lose in game five. That is usually the most basic playoff format to ever exist in basketball. Team getting blown out, wins one game, gets their confidence back, and then loses the series. I could be wrong. Hopefully, and the Bucs just close them out tomorrow. Just close them out. We, we don't want to see any more extra games, okay? On to another Western Conference matchup the Nuggets and Blazers. Denver outlasted the Portland Trail Blazers 120 to 115 in game three of the series. This series has been really entertaining. Nikola Jokic, my MVP for this year, had a stellar performance 36 points, 11 rebounds, and five assists. It really is not normal to see a center play as good as he has. It's truly incredible. Austin Rivers, who really has played in a backup role his entire career, had a, actually a really good game. Twenty-one points, four rebounds, and two assists. I really like the makeup of this Denver squad. They have ath- they have athleticism. They can shoot three. They can dominate in the paint. They can hit from mid-range. They're really good at passing. Defense, they literally just have the entire package for a great basketball team. Portland played a solid game as well. The one two punch of McCollum and Lillard always shows out. Damian Lillard finished with 37 points, two rebounds, and five assists. CJ McCollum had 22 points, nine rebounds, and three assists. They also got some help from the starting center, Yusuf Nurkic, who had a productive night scoring and rebounding 13 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. Both teams shot well from the field, but Denver was firing from three. 52.6% on the game and only 31.1% for the Blazers. To me, this has been the most exciting series aside from the Dallas-LA matchup. Denver, I think, has all the tools to go extremely far in the playoffs, like I mentioned earlier. Portland does as well, but I give the edge to Denver in this series. Okay. That was all for the NBA playoffs. Just be on the lookout for those. Just keep watching the series because playoffs are... So the regular season was crap, like I said before, but NBA NBA playoffs are really exciting. Now, looking at the hockey playoffs still, Tuesday through Thursday games. You no, know, some series were hitting up with some early exits and teams playing some come-behind hockey. On Tuesday, Nashville and Carolina faced off in Game 5. Hurricanes taking a 3-2 lead on the Predators. They won 3-2 in that game. Martin Nacass of the Hurricanes had two goals and three shots on goals. Dougie Hamilton had one assist and eight shots on goal. That man had the puck a lot that game. Their goalie, Alex Netelkovich, had a .920 save percentage, 23 saves on 25 shot attempts. Predators' leading scorer was Yakov Trenin, two goals and two shots on goal. Roman Josie also helped with his efforts, one assist and two shots on goal. Their goalie, Yus Soros, had a .919 save percentage, 34 saves on 37 shot attempts. Wednesday, we had the New York Islanders take on the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 6. Islanders take Game 6, 5-3, to secure a 4-2 series win. The Penguins are sent home packing, and it's nice to see somebody like the Islanders make some headway. The Islanders' leading scorer in this game was Brock Nelson, two goals, one assist, four shots on goal. Anthony Beauvillier had one goal, two assists, and two shots on goal. Also had some help from Josh Bailey and Gene Gabriel Pagot, who both had two assists and more than two shots on goal. Jason Tucker was their leading scorer for the Penguins. One goal, one assist, and four shots on goal. Their star player, Sidney Crosby, literally regarded as one of the best players in hockey, zero goals, zero assists, zero points, and four shots on goal. So not no bueno for him. And like I said It's nice to see someone Besides the Penguins Doing good The Penguins have won Enough Stanley Cups Three to be exact In the last 12 years And the thing is too Crosby's getting old Evgeny Malkin's getting old And there's questions This offseason If they want to break up The Penguins core But you're not going to And both of those guys Publicly said after this game Even though they had An early round one exit They have no plans Of breaking up And they want to stay In Pittsburgh And they should Especially Sidney Crosby He's literally been there His whole career dude He's all time legend now, we had a series conclusion with the Tampa Bay Lightning shutting out the Florida Panthers 4-0 and taking the series 4-2. Tampa Bay had solid outings from all three of these players. Steven Samkos had one goal, one assist, three shots on goal. Alex Killorn had one goal, two shots on goal. And Brayden Point had one goal, three shots on goal. Their goalie, Andre Vezolevsky, great performance from him. 100% save percentage. 29 shots. 29 saved. Florida stood no chance as Veselovsky's play was too much, and they are sent home packing this year. I'm rooting for Tampa Bay as they won the Stanley Cup last year and would be really dope to see them two-peat the cup, especially in hockey because that, like, rarely happens. Next game, Nashville, Carolina. Carolina takes game six in overtime. I really wanted to cover the outcome of this series, and I just covered, you know, the game before this one. And like like the New York Islanders and Penguins series, it's dope to see someone like Carolina be even in contention for the Cup because they, they don't go to the playoffs. They're horrible. Seriously stoked for them. Leading scorer for the Hurricanes was Sebastian Aho, two goals and four shots on goal. Their goalie, Alex Nedokovic, a point eight eight nine save percentage, 24 saves on 27 shots. Nashville hanging on for dear life, but couldn't make it happen, unfortunately. Their leading scorer, Mikael Granlund, one goal, one assist, and three shots on goal. Their goalie, Julius Charos, a .871 save percentage, 31 shot attempts, 27 saved. Nashville is sent home, unfortunately, and Carolina advances to the next round. So for all the hockey games that have happened, those are the ones I'm covering. But this one hasn't happened yet. The game is happening tonight, 6 p.m. Check out the series conclusion of this one because it literally is going to be huge playoff implications. Minnesota Wild and Golden Knights are going at it. Game 7, series tied 3-3. And I'm telling you, Game 7s are always intense, regardless of the sport. If it's hockey, basketball, anything that has a Game 7, baseball, they're intense, okay? Seriously, be on the lookout for that game. Okay, so now, shifting gears to baseball. I just love talking about baseball every time on this show. MLB, Major League Baseball, has released the team leaders as of this Wednesday, so team leaders, like the actual physical teams that are leading all the major categories in baseball. So the MLB leaders in home runs, Braves are number one with 78 team home runs, Blue Jays in second with 71, the Reds in third with 69, A's in fourth also with 69, the Twins in fifth with 67. Of course, the Braves are in first at that spot because Ronald Acuna has like 15 homers this year and is just absolutely destroying the ball every time he's up to bat. Next on the list, we have the MLB team leader in ERA, my Padres, baby, leading the league in team ERA with a 2.61 ERA. Dodgers in second with 2.94. Mets with the 3.19. Yankees with the 3.20. And the Giants with the 3.24 and just just to be clear 3 of those teams are in the NOS. West yikes dude next on the list is the MLB team leader in batting average the Houston Astros in first with a team average of .269 Red Sox with the .260 Nationals with the .256 White Sox with a .255 and the Blue Jays rounding out the list at .254 so dude to hit Even to hit 254 as a team is really good because if you're in 250 up, that's just the league average. So as a team hitting more than that or just hitting at least that is very good. That means everybody's getting on is getting on base at a very good clip. Next, the team leaders in strikeouts, another Padre led category. You padre's team total strikeouts is at 519. Let's go. Brewers next up with 496. Dodgers with 490. Yankees with 487. And the Rays in 5th with 466. Another list with the Dodgers on it. Like, just not stoked at all about that. But my Padres, baby, let's just keep it rolling. Playing some hot baseball right now. Next, MLB leaders in runs. The Dodgers take first in team runs with 252. The Red Sox next with 250. Astros in 3rd with also 250. Hey, guess what? And the Rays in 4th also with 250. And then last, the White Sox in 5th with 240. Last category on the list, MLB leaders in stolen bases by a huge lead, my Padres. Once again, leading the league in another category, a total of 56 total team stolen bases. Royals in second with 35, Rangers in third with 34, Phillies in fourth with 30, Marlins and Cubs both tied for fifth with 29. So looking at that list, just watch those teams play because they're all actually playing well. The Braves are playing, the Braves are playing okay. Blue Jays are playing some average baseball. A's are playing well. Yankees are playing good. Dodgers, Giants, Padres are playing well. White Sox are playing really well. Maybe not so much the Marlins, Cubs, and you know, a couple others, but hey, just keep, just watch baseball people. I'll say it again. It's literally in season and it's an amazing season so far. My Padres are killing it. What is not to like? Anyway, for today, that is all the time we got. Thank you for always checking in on the podcast. Have a sick weekend, everyone. I'll catch you on Tuesday. Later.